Hello and welcome back to Veiled, the authentic podcast for the authentic Catholic woman. I'm your host, Grace, and today I am here with a bit of mm, what might be a controversial episode because some people might find my views um, extreme, other people might find them not extreme enough, so we'll see what happens, but this is something that I've recently had a big uh, conviction on, and I just wanted to share my viewpoints on it. Um, they might change as time goes on, uh, but this is something that I really am passionate about now, and we will be talking about modesty when exercising. All right, make no mistake, I love fitness. I love exercising. I love sports. Um, I actually love it so much that I'm going to study it in college, um, exercise physiology, and I'm excited. I'm so excited. I think um, moving the human body and all the the working parts within it um, and the nutrition that goes into it and just, yeah, the muscles, the ligaments, the joints, everything is fascinating. Um, and I think, well, I know Socrates is a pagan, but I 100% agree with him when he said that it is a shame for a man to die without knowing the beauty and strength of which his body is capable. Um, I totally agree with that. I think it's, you know, God gave us this body and let's treat it the best that we can, right? Um, but in doing all the fitness that I, I do um, and in wanting that to be something that um, I make a job out of, at least you know, temporarily, depending on what God has planned for me. Um, I, like, the situation of modesty in it needs to be part of the conversation. Um, and today I went to the gym, and kind of before I was going um, to the gym, I got really convicted of something. Um, and actually, yesterday I watched a YouTube video um, by a man, oh, on YouTube, what's his name? Um, I think it's like Brian something. Brian Holdsworth um, on YouTube. And if you get the chance, definitely go watch some of his videos. I have everything that I've watched so far, I've thoroughly enjoyed um, so and agreed with. So I think you might enjoy it as well. But he was talking um, about, you know, a, he, a case for modesty. Okay, the exact video is called The Power of Modest Clothing. Um, and at the beginning, I pretty much just kind of like gently nodding my head in agreement um, because we should all know that the woman's body is very, very special and unique and set apart from the man's and even more beautiful. Um, not to say that men's bodies are not, and I mean, they're still fantastic because we're creating in God's image and being a woman, you know, <laughs> men's bodies are fantastic, thanks be to God. Um, but being a woman is very, very different. And with us, we carry that feminine mystique and that our bodies are a huge part of that. And that's what he was talking about in the video. And he called to mind um, and called to my attention the fact that society's standards for men's fashion is generally pretty modest to begin with. Um, and he was talking about everyday clothes, but I'm going to talk about 
uh, fitness clothes here. You know, you look at men's things and what are they wearing? They're wearing shorts or sweatpants, but their shorts go down to either just above their knee or at their knee. Um, they're wearing, you know, either full t-shirts um, or they're wearing like cut off tank tops, but that they're tanks, you know, they're not spaghetti straps. You look at women's clothing, um, fitness clothing, that is kind of um, encouraged and really basically all they sell. Um, and what are they? They're very short shorts. Um, they're very tight shorts or tight pants. Um, if there's any sort of sweatpants at all, they're joggers and that means that they're all thin cut on the legs, so they emphasize the uh, the curves. The shirts, um, if there even is one at all, because it's mainly just wearing your sports bra now, um, they're they're cropped, they're thin, they're low cut, and the straps are usually spaghetti straps. And um, that's the double standard of society. And you know, I'm surprised that the feminists aren't more mad about this because this is not gender equality. This is the furthest thing from gender equality. If you want, um, and and I don't even think that necessarily, you know, oh, we've got to be equal. We've got to be covered the exact same because no, our bodies do hold so much dignity and, um, our bodies are more just physically, attractive they have more going on (laughs) with them than the male body um and whether that's I mean partially just you know how we were created but also because men are more visual creatures than us um it means that there's just there's more going on with us and there's more that we have to um be mindful of so um as I was getting dressed for the gym today I was putting on my my Reebok like tank top with has thin straps and um my pair of black little running shorts which aren't even labeled running shorts that's just kind of the general workout shorts for women um and everything that needed to be covered was covered but it was kind of this moment of I don't like this (laughs) so um I went to Dick's Sporting Goods um and I bought a couple things. So I ended up buying um, two pairs of basketball shorts, one of which I'm going to have to return because it's like white and kind of see-through and that's just absolutely a no-go. But then um, a pair of sweatpants and um, they're still joggers, but they are have a, uh, a little bit of a looser fit. Um, and I sized up too, just to make sure that um, it's not like gripping all in all in the areas I don't want it to grip uh, so you know do do your squat squat tests in the dressing room um, and again this is not to I, I didn't get those because oh you know I need to I need to hide I need to cover myself up there can't be anything like I, I picked cute shorts I picked these um, uh, sweatpants that you know not tons and tons of extra fabric but I thought you know, is this more coverage? Is this um, less revealing than the others? And the answer was yes. Unfortunately, that means that it's more so, 
you know, characterized as quote unquote masculine. Um, and I definitely have that kind of like thought in the back of my head of like, well, what if I go to the gym and people are going to think I'm like a lesbian or something, you know, um, you know, maybe I won't attract as much attention, but then I had to stop myself and said, well, that's the issue. Um, my goal is in the gym while working out is not to attract attention. It's to get my workout done. Um, and if it so happens that someone does approach me, um, I don't want it to be for the reason of, wow, you have a really nice body. I want it to be for the reason of, hey, you like, you have good vibes, <laughs> I guess. You, you seem like a good holy woman. Now, does that mean that I think the shorts, like the running shorts, are inherently wrong? No, not at all. Um, and I do I think that if you wear them, um, you are not a good woman, that you're immodest and terrible? No, by no means. This is not on the fault of women unless you're actually wearing them um, to try and a attract attention. And that's, again, not even something where I can really comment that's between you and God. But um, it's society's fault. The fact that this is that type of short, those short shorts, and now biker shorts I've seen even become more popular, um, which are like, sh uh, like mid thigh spandex, like so it shows everything. Um, it, it's the it's their fault that those has that's become the regular that's become the norm in the gym. And here's the thing. There are different types of clothes for different types of fitness, for different types of workouts, right? So running shorts, the shorter ones, um, maybe they have spandex underneath, maybe they're just, you know, light and breathable. That's for, they're, they're running shorts, they're for running. Um, you're on the go, you don't want a ton of extra stuff there to uh, hold you back. So you just, you just got to go. Um, and, and there's different varieties of running shorts. Some are better than others. Some are basically underwear. Um, others maybe go a couple inches below your butt. And those are the ones I say go for if you are in the market for a pair of running shorts. Um, but, you know, try and keep that to running and hiking and doing stuff that doesn't require, you know, bending down and or, or spreading your legs or doing any sort of lower body movement. Like I might still wear those in the gym if I don't have anything else um, for an upper body day where my butt is not in full display. You know what I mean? Um, but and, and biker shorts, what are those for? Well, should be self-explanatory. They're for biking. Um, they're a little bit longer. They're spandex so that when you're biking, your thighs don't rub against the seat. Um, and like that's what they should be used exclusively for. That's what they were used exclusively for, but now they're used in every single context. I have a couple pairs of those. Um, they're actually rowing shorts. I, I wore them when I was on the rowing team. Um, but you know, now I wear them for cycling class. I wear them when riding my bike because they're made for that purpose. Um, lastly, basketball shorts. I don't know, like, which is what I, you know, bought today, but I don't know why these are the only women's shorts that are long and loose. Um, I think that's really absurd when, when men's 
clothing all around the board is longer. But um, this is what I, I'm going to start wearing these on leg, stay, leg days. I'm going to wear these and my sweatpants because other ones, just not it. Leggings also, okay, fine in the context of yoga, at least that's my belief. Um, but also just be mindful of where you're doing yoga. <laughs> like, don't do it in the middle of the, the gym. Go into a private room, stretch out there. Uh, so, you know, there's a lot that goes into this. It's definitely um, depends on the context in which you use the clothes and what type of fitness. Um, yeah. Along the lines of where you're doing the workout and what type of workout you're doing um, and the clothes you're, you're wearing while doing that workout uh, comes along with, you know, the people watching you. Um, which I mentioned men before, and I'm going to have to mention it again. This is the part where a lot of people get up in arms uh, because they say, you know, it's not the woman's fault. Um, you know, if they're looking, then that's on them. Uh, which in some ways, yeah, like people shouldn't be looking and if they're looking and having lustful thoughts that that is on them. But, and this is something that um, the Brian said in that YouTube video I was talking about, uh, if, if this is the societal norm for women, and so this is, makes it something that pretty much all women are wearing in the gym, and if you choose to wear this in the gym, and let's say it's, uh, it's a leg day, and you're, so you're squatting, and, uh, across the room, the man is doing, like, a bench press or whatever, because men (laughs) always train arms, uh, and I guess women always train legs, but not always. Anyway, <laughs> um, you know, if they're doing that and and you're squatting down in, in those short things, they don't really have that many places to look. They can either, because if they look up, they're going to see you. Um, if they look to the side, they're going to see you in the mirror. Um, so they're kind of forced to look at the floor or stare at a gym bro and he basically said that, you know, if, and it also because it is everywhere, that means that throughout the gym, there's going to be other women wearing the same type of thing. So if they're trying to stay pure, it'll be a very big challenge because that is right there. Um, and human beings are naturally social people. They want to look around and especially in this fallen world where lust is such a huge problem, um, for a lot, a lot of people, um, me included at times like it's it's hard to not look so what we can do to help um ourselves and and to help our brothers and our boyfriends and um you know every every male out there um that we want to love is to make sure that we're dressing in a way that is not going to be provocative um because he actually uh, brian I, i keep you know i i try to get to a point and then i go off in another bit uh, another direction um but it kind of leads to this point which is when they don't really have anywhere else to look and they're forced to view that um because it's just everywhere that in a way is sexual harassment because they didn't consent to seeing that if they're not going out of their way to look at it but if that's all that there is surrounding them that is sexual harassment and I don't want to be responsible for sexually harassing someone, especially in today's society. 
The last point I wanted to bring up with y'all um, is a idea of situational modesty. So I think that, well, I mean, obviously there's the, what I already spoke about, um, circumstantial modesty, like what type of exercise are you doing? So what type of outfit does that require? Um, but situational modesty is a little bit different. So like there's different layers, there's different levels here. So what's at the top? What do you need to be the most modest for? Obviously church, any sort of spiritual setting um, where the focus is not on you and it's on Christ. If you're inside the church, um, if you are at any sort of spiritual place where, you know, you are there to worship God, um, so this goes for adoration too, your your job is to put on something that is not distracting, that is not flashy, that takes away from you and puts all focus and attention on Christ. Um, now, definitely, this doesn't mean wear a burlap sack. Um, you can definitely look nice. Um, there's very, there's very many different things you can wear. That's totally wrong grammar, but there's a lot of different things you can wear that are classy and attractive yet still modest. So, definitely um, take a look into that. But that's where you want to be, the most modest. However, modesty doesn't end where the church, like at the church doors. So you have to carry modesty into your everyday life. Um, that's the next category, your everyday life slash work life. What can you wear on a daily basis? What allows you to work? Now, a lot of women will say that, um, you know, dresses only, women should only everywhere dresses. I don't completely agree with that. Um, I definitely think dresses are very good and probably the best thing women a woman could wear, but um, daily life doesn't always allow for that to happen. Um, so, you know, like just make sure that what you're wearing on a daily, daily basis, um, is covering you and you can make it express your personality a little bit more. Um, but definitely make sure it's nothing provocative by any means. You want to be modest and I'm not going to tell you exactly what that is in this video. That's not what this is about, but number two, uh, number three, the next category is the fitness realm. So for, phys for physical exercise, um, you can't really do physical exercise in a dress or in jeans and a shirt, um, especially depending on the type of exercise. So you, it, it's more reasonable to have to like take off some of that, um, change the length, change the material, um, you know, you're not wearing your everyday street clothes to the gym. Um, so keep that in mind. I think this is an appropriate place to mention here that I do know workout skirts are a thing. Um, I have a few friends who wear those. Um, for me, that's not really a practical option because the type of workouts I do don't, like the fabric around my legs, it doesn't allow it doesn't allow me enough space um, and mobility to do what I do, but that is an option out there for any women um, who feel that conviction to wear that. I would personally rather look like a little bit more quote-unquote masculine, um, but be able to have full range of motion um, than to wear a skirt, um, but that's just my opinion. I love that women 
will do that and I think that's a wonderful expression of their femininity um, wherever they are so that's that's great um, but they are just not for me the next category is swimwear uh, and it is perfect perfectly reasonable um, to say that less is required to be able to move properly in the water especially if you're working out in the water um, and like playing in the in the ocean um, it would be really hard to do that in again pants and a long sleeve t-shirt so um, even like basketball shorts and a t-shirt it's harder it's hard to swim in that so it's reasonable to wear even less at the beach and then the category after that is just undergarments and then after that it's just being in the nude so what I'm trying to get at here is that there is a place and a time in which certain articles of clothing are acceptable and not acceptable and I'm not here to lay out specifically what those things might be because even the church has no written rules and regulations on what those are um, I do not have like it's not in my position to tell you what you can and cannot wear but as your sister in Christ I do want to do my part um, to share my experience with this and what I have learned and what I do find very important um, about being a Catholic woman because this is something we have to take into consideration as we live our life um, especially in the fitness area where it's very very normalized now for us to be scantily clad while trying to honor our bodies by you know working out and eating healthy and all that so why not honor our bodies in the way we dress while honoring our bodies while working out if that makes sense so anyway thank you all for listening um yeah, modesty is a virtue, so it's not just what you wear, but it's how you act and, and think and talk, so a, a lot goes into it, but uh, definitely, definitely think about this and be more mindful and always pray to be the best woman you can be, so uh, I think that's it for today. I love you all, and packs.